When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Game of Thrones was like one of the last things we recorded before the pandemic. Yep. That's like how in person. It was in February because I had just gotten back from that Bachelorette. It was the last weekend in February and yeah. the world shut down like two weeks later. Oh my God. That feel, I thought it was like a year ago. You're the last person I saw in person. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Julie and Kathleen with another episode of my favorite episode of... Today, we have Brooke back with us. Ooh, she back. Our stands know that Brooke Ooh. talked about Game of Thrones last time. I hope we have stands. We definitely we don't, have, but I'm Bro- saying that Brooke we do. Brooke has stands. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't think so. Not anymore. That's okay. <laughs> Wait, did you say the episode? Uh, no. <laughs> Season four, episode five, meet and greet of Parks and Rec, our third Parks and Rec episode. Yes. We're now a Parks and Rec podcast. I've basically seen the whole show now. I was going to say, I think you guys have done a lot of Parks and Rec, but that's just how good the show is. Oh, incredible. So let's hear it. Why, why'd you pick it? Bro? So I, like I told you guys earlier, this wouldn't be my, obviously my favorite episode of Parks and Rec, but it's my favorite Halloween episode like of my favorite shows. And what I like so much about it is kind of like you get a little bit of everything. You get like the quirky world building through Leslie's like journey to like, you know, promote herself to the small uh, businesses of Pawnee. Um, and then you get all the, the weird behavior of the rest of the cast and crew <laughs> at the Halloween party. So it just has like a little bit of everything that makes this, the show so special. And it's all set in Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. So I can't complain. Us yes, Us we too. love it. Probably the best, one of the best cold opens. So I am a big... Aubrey Plaza forever. So April's cold mm-hmm. open. April and Andy doing this like bit where they're like blood orphans and like shit like that. And he's like, no, we're not. <laughs> like we're gonna die of fun. No yeah. murder. <laughs> like, it's, it's so good. It's so. I know funny. the one part. I when she's like, they're like going through the list of stuff that he got, and she's like blood capsules, and he's like, no, they didn't have any, and then. <laughs> She's like, they just oh, start they bleeding from the mouth. Yeah, she's like, oh, they didn't have any. It just shoots to him making the stupidest face of all time and just like blood pouring out of his mouth. It was like <laughs> fire opening scene. That can be the picture for the, this episode on Instagram. Yes, it's like I, chunky blood. Too. Yeah, and he's like cross-eyed. Yeah, it's real. It's real gross blood. <laughs> I wouldn't be open to putting fake blood in my mouth. I don't think. I've done it. You've definitely. Have. Yeah, of course. What do you mean? It's normal. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I can agree that the cold opening, I think for me, is like the, the highlight of this episode. And it 
it's awesome and it sucks at the same time that it's the very first thing you see but that april and andy dynamic is so classic for me and it reminds me a lot of like my boyfriend and myself where like i'm very like the blood orphans and he's like no we're just gonna have fun (laughs) that's a very interesting dynamic that you see yourself in that's like goals but it's also like psychotic a little bit (laughs) well he always tells me that like i have this dark passenger um, and that's like if i even get like a little bit tired or upset like i really do become like a shadow creature and i'm just very angry that's a that's That's a dexter reference and i did just finish finish dexter just finished it on saturday i've been meaning to text you about that matt i was supposed to go out (laughs) at three and i didn't make it till five because i was like I I waited an extra hour to finish the episode and then I had to like sit there and do breathing exercises for like 20 minutes because I'm always so distraught every time I finish a show and especially when it ends like the worst ending, the worst final scene of all time. I was going to say, it's a terrible ending. Have you seen it, Brooke? The worst. Nothing to do with this episode. No, none. Okay, so (laughs) let's go through. So you kind of already brought up how like Leslie's doing her own thing. Let's go through like mm-hmm. what's happening at the Halloween party right now because it's a Halloween party, but then Ben, I think his name is. Yeah, he's being kind of a brat this episode. Yeah, yeah Ben's a baby. His name is, it's, it's Ben. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't not yeah. good. I don't watch the show. I make up names all the time. See, he's being a bit of a brat, but Matt can relate. I was something. gonna say I was gonna say while Brooke's like, I relate to April, I'm watching him like, Man, I've been Ben. Julie knows I'm like the person who's like, No, 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 I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just going to go to my room and do my own thing. Probably like, it's just annoying no, that it's like, we no, said. No, I'm not mad. I'm just going to be super passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And walk away. Yeah. It was very mad. I've seen Parks and Rec a few times, but I don't recall what's happening leading up. Is there a reason he's already mad? Like, I'm, I'm assuming Andy's just being insane for episodes in a row. And this is like building up to something. Because I'm like, it's a Halloween party. Just get in a fucking costume and go to the party. Well, didn't him and Leslie, they had to break up, didn't they? I don't know if that's at this point. Have they gotten together at this point yet? God, I should know considering how many times I've watched this show. But I thought they had to break up because she's running for councilwoman. Okay, so they are together. So he's just being a brat. Season four starts with Leslie being confused over whether to continue her secret romance with Ben or to follow her dreams and run for office. The pair decides to split amicably with Ben giving Leslie a Nope 2012 button. Yeah, so they had just broken up. I think that's why he's all upset googled it anyway google knows everything so yeah ben is being a bitch he really is i mean halloween is the best how can you not that's just be exactly like, what i was do. just gonna say you really like doesn't matter the mood if if i'm invited to a party and it's like a halloween party like, i'm gonna get my shit together and just throw on a costume he's not, it's not even like he's invited like he <laughs> lives there he, he's automatically like in it and he's just like a, he's just a grump he is a halloween grinch this episode yeah and it's like if i were heartbroken i would dress in a costume and rage hell yeah with everyone else get blacked out drunk and then text the The halloween part of this episode is so strong that every time it did switch to leslie and tom who i usually love i'm like okay let's get back to that because tom is is very disjointed yes tom is being very tom like to the to the peak tom where annoying and where you're like ah Come on, stop being like so inconsiderate and everything. But I, I do like how it ends with those two. But I was basically like, which is a shame because Leslie is my favorite character. So it's like, bring her to the Halloween party. But Well, so for me, Tom Haverford is the worst character on the show. I cannot stand Tom. Mm. He's way too annoying. He's way, he's just way too much for me. Um, and, and like you said, it's all of that. This episode is like 
Tom at his worst, mm-hmm. like literally his worst. He's so obnoxious. What I love about that, though, is that the savage and Leslie comes out, you know, and she's like, she calls him a dick. And then she's like up his ass about, I forget what she said. I thought I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't. Is it the one about him being oh, like God. a butthead or something? Or like, and then she's like, it loses its whatever. Yeah. He's being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I call people buttheads, but he's a dick. I forget what she said, but she, oh, she said, why don't you like go sit down on your own face? Like on yeah. the rug. Oh, that's, that's a fire line. Go sit on your own face. And I was like, yes. Love it, Leslie. So that's like the only perk to him even being in this episode is that we get fierce Leslie. Well, in the very beginning, she, he gets a call from John Ralphio and I was like, yes, John Ralphio. Cause I haven't seen Parks in a while. And he's one of my favorites. Him and Mona Lisa are like, he's my absolute favorite character. I should have worn it today. I have a, a John Ralphio, uh, three wolf moon shirt. Oh, Oh, so good. I would watch him in literally anything. His Netflix. I told Matt about this. Little and I Dish Schwartz. Yes. It's so good. So good. It's, it, it's, so they're so talented. It's so incredible. You would like it too. Even you would like it, Julie. That's how good it is. <laughs> you act like I don't like it. Just like I am so lazy and watch stupid shows instead of good ones. And then they get taken off of Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. But honestly, the end when they're in the hot tub and like being friends and watching the video, I'm like, okay, it's worth it. But I, she's just so forgiving. Oh, I'd she be like, also fuck drowns off. him. In so the good. hot tub, she also tries to drown. She tries yeah. to drown him, I don't and want I to see really can appreciate that. <laughs> I felt that way before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the good parts of this episode are the Halloween bits. Yeah, very spooky. I love it. Oh. That, the, the decorations are incredible. Oh, it's so good. They are, and like everyone's costumes. I like that. What's his name? Orin like doesn't even like he's just himself, and it's perfect for the occasion. I think like Orin is like low key the best like tertiary character in the show. He's just so random and he like never does anything like interesting, but it's always good when he's around. I have a note that's literally like, I could never be an actor, but I could play a character like Oren. Like he is so funny. He just yeah. stand, you know who, who we're talking about? The like weird emo kid that just yeah. stands there that and tries bends, to go like, into Ben's yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's in it a lot. I would like to see on IMDb how many episodes he's actually in. Uh, we'll fact check yeah, it. Yeah, he but. makes quite a few appearances. I really like Oren. And also like at the, at the important parts, the Halloween party, I always thought it was so endearing that like Ron actually gets dressed up for Halloween because he just never seems like the type that would do it. So when he does like put on his pirate costume, I'm just like, yes, Ron, like even he gets it. He well, loves Halloween. Well, too. It's, it's right on par, like him only having a Halloween costume. It's like, aren't, weren't you that last yeah. year? He's like, yes, this is my Halloween costume. Like I wear this every year. <laughs> like it's so. I am a pirate. <laughs> yes. It's perfect for Ron. He's so good. And I like, I'm a sumo wrestler after I lost weight. Yeah. It's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. I love her. And Rob Lowe's character as Sherlock Holmes. It was just like so funny to me. Yeah. Like pointing out the most obvious costumes and like thinking that he's just like crushing it. Like the guy, Jerry, dressed as Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head. It's great. The texting bit is funny. I like when Leslie's at her event and she kind of goes through like all of the small businesses that are there. (laughs) I don't remember them all, but it's like Sue's Salads and everyone like hates Sue's Salads (laughs) because it's funny. Um, And then there's like smooth operator bikini waxing and it's like some creepy dude. And then, you know, you've got the nipple king, obviously, who like does baby bottle nipples and shit. So like, yeah, just the whole the whole thing is great. Tramp stamp tattoos was the one I remember. Yeah, (laughs) I wrote that one down. These old white people that own it. 
This old woman owns tramp stamp tattoos. Well, what is it? The nipple king? Yeah. The nipple king? That was like the jokes write themselves. Like the Leslie mm-hmm. stuff wasn't really funny, but anytime she would go up to Tommy, she's like, you stole the nipple king. Like something like that. It's like, it's yeah. funny because of the thing. It's yeah. not actually funny, but it makes it funny. It's just good writing. I've only seen the episodes that we've had to watch for the podcast. So I've never like seen this what show. What was the first one we did? So we did Comeback Kid, this one. And what was the other one? The fight. Oh, yes, between Anna and Leslie. Mm, why would anybody pick that? That's the best episode. That's the one really? where they do the montage of everybody drunk on snake juice. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Just the name of it really sounds one. awful. So I didn't know who Chris. I didn't know who Rob and Jerry were talking about. So I thought it was like Jerry's ex-wife or something. When he's like, you can tell her that she can come. Like, I won't care. Yes. So I'm like, oh, it must be like his ex-wife or something. And then like, I'm like, does see this like hot young blonde? And I'm like, it can't be. And then at the end, he says like, I don't know, something about his daughter. Or she calls him dad or something. His wife in the show is Christy Brinkley. Yes, yeah, like, who is gorgeous. Oh. So it still doesn't make much sense. <laughs> yeah, that's like the running joke. It's like everyone thinks Jerry's the worst, but he has like all these hot daughters and a really hot wife and a perfect life. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love the episode where Leslie goes over for breakfast and they're all like singing songs yeah. and stuff. It's cringy. But that part for me, like when Millicent, Jerry's daughter comes over and like she's with Chris Traeger, like that to me was creepy. I was like, this is too much. Like I would never act like that with my dad around. Like no. she is wild. Yeah, it's creepy like, on Millicent, her part. Tone it down. For sure. What is she from? Is she from House Bunny? No, she's from... Wait, stop. Hold on. (laughs) I think it's House Bunny. I think she's like a sorority girl on the other... I I love House Bunny with Anna Faris. Me too. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's House Bunny. How did you know that? Because I've seen House Bunny no less than 10 times. I love it. I think it's so funny. Harmony. Harmony. (laughs) I think I've only seen it once. I think you should give it another oh, shot because so I think good. it'll build. Um, I don't know how long ago you saw it, but probably like 2008. I love it, dude. I used to say all the time, like when she's like, "Be mysterious," and she's like, "I'm gonna go drop." Yeah, no, I like when she's like out with Colin Hanks and she like eats him, and she's just like, "Sorry for all the gravity." Like, I just love that line. So fucking stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid, but I like it. And I quote it all the time, and nobody ever gets it. That's okay. I feel like House Bunny isn't that popular of a movie. It really isn't. You know what else isn't? <laughs> Sydney White. Oh, I don't know that I've ever seen that. It's good, but it's kind of the same exact concept. Amanda Literally, Bynes. except it's guys instead of girls. No, but Andy and April are really thriving this episode. And my two, fa- okay, so my two favorite bits here are Andy and Ben, and of course, Ron and Anne, which is two characters you never really see bond and and really just being like enthralled by ron and like learning and him actually taking her in and caring as well really was like just yeah. so good yeah see i've never been a big ann perkins fan <gasps> how dare you she's okay but to me she's like boring mm-hmm. so like she didn't do anything like kind of exceptional in this episode for me it was just all right okay but i do really like ron going through andy and april's like toolbox yeah. and it's just like random shit and like a flashlight filled with jelly beans half, i love that a, half a scissor yeah. <laughs> like so fucking dumb. yeah half a scissor <laughs> half a pretzel but wait okay so brooke who do you love in the show then who, who are your like all-stars so my favorite character uh, is Jean Rapio, mm-hmm. um, which we don't get any of him this episode, but that's okay. Second is Andy Dwyer. Of course. And like probably tied with him is April. Like April and Andy for me are like tops. 
And then like Ron, Leslie, I like Ben. And then like we, we can get into the, the other ones kind of like flip around for me. Yeah. I, I also really like what's her name? The chick that comes to like help them like run for office. The girl that's from DC. I cannot remember her oh, name right now. She's from um, uh, Step Brothers. She's the. Yes. Yeah. I love her. She's so funny. I can't remember I really her name like either. Those, those are my top people. Yeah, you got a lot of side characters in there. That's that's good. Even Paul Rudd on it is great. Like th- they really just hit oh, it out of the park. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, you need to watch it. I really this do show. like the side I know. characters. Well, I think they add to like the goofiness. You have to watch it. Did you watch that the Parks and Rec reunion that they did in the pandemic? Uh, yeah, I did. That and was I well actually done. didn't have we had lost power that night that it was on. So I had my parents record it on their DVR and I logged in on my iPad. Uh, the next day and watched it on their account. That's what I do. My parents' DVR on my phone. Yeah, It's chock full of it, baby. I know. I do that. I was actually doing that with Shannon for a while because we didn't have cable and I couldn't watch my trash MTV shows. Mm. So Shannon would record them and I would download. Like Siesta Key. Did you say trash MTV shows? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what, what I said. What does that mean? Uh, Siesta Key. <laughs> That's it. The modern day Laguna gotcha. Beach. <laughs> Matt loves trash TV. Brooke, do you love trash TV? I love trash TV. Oh, my God. What's your favorite? Talk me into it. Uh, Right now, I'm super all about 90 Day Fiance. And the great thing is there's like three seasons running at like one time. So it's just like you're constantly watching something and it's always a disaster and it's always infuriating, but entertaining and hilarious at the same time. Never. It never gets old. Never gets old. Brooke's the reason why I'm watching the show that I'm currently watching. What, Vanderpump? Yeah, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump. That's a really good one, too. But I think that one's like going to be a done yeah. Now. Are, are you like... Have about- you watched Vanderpump? No. no. I haven't. I don't watch any reality oh, TV. Oh, you gotta sh- get in. I used to. It was my whole life. Like, Flavor of Love, I Love New York, fucking all of <gasps> yes! them. Yes! Real World, Road Rules. Oh, my God. We loved the all challenge. All the good stuff. And then all of a sudden, I, I hit a wall and then was like, Netflix! Like, fuck reality TV. One of my best friends texted me today. And I'm always trying to get her to watch Morgan. Shout out to Morgan. She literally texted me and says, let's play a game. And I was like, okay. She was like, you watch one of my shows and I'll watch one of yours. And I was like... No, because I knew it was going to be fucking Real Housewives. And I was like, I I can't commit to this because weirdly, like my life revolves around planning my nights around when I can binge shows and episodes. Like I was like watching watching Dexter and what we do in the shadows at the same time. So I was like, oh, my God, so good, so good. But I was like, so I always do like a so big, good. heavy show and a and a 20 minute show at the same time. So I can like sneak in a 20 minute if I only have 20 minutes. It's like my whole life is fucking Tetris with TV shows. <laughs> and I'm like, Morgan, I love you so much. But no, this would normally sound really like an enticing offer. But you're getting the better end of the deal because whatever I recommend yeah. to you it's going to be better than Real Housewives like I have so much on my list that I cannot you can't be watching Real Housewives no. and there's like a million housewives like which housewives would she choose I didn't even let her get that far because I just shut her down it was there really sad like she was really million. trying to reach out <laughs> and connect with there's me there's like 10 seasons of some of them like some I think like Orange County has like 14 seasons it's all too excessive it's just like calm yeah. down I know there's a lot Enough. It's insane. How do you get on the that The thing is, I'm, I'm sure I would love it. There's no doubt in my mind that if I got hooked, I would love it. But I'm just not letting myself. No. So I posted on Facebook last night about the wedding that I had just watched on Vanderpump Rules. 
and reoccurring guest of the show, Gelsey, messaged me and was like, one of my best friends is the manager at that restaurant. Who? Oh. Who's your friend? Peter? <laughs> Linda? <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo, like, <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo. That, I'm so sad. I cr- I crushed that. What we do in the shadow shadows in four days, and I was trying not to. I really was trying it's not to. So good. I feel like I watched it too fast that I should just do it again. Yeah, well, I just started season one again, actually, last week. Parks and Rec, What We Do in the Shadows, and Shit's Creek have been, like, the three shows in my lifetime that just, like, make me stupidly happy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just watch them again and again and again. I love What We Do in the Shadows. Actually, for Halloween this year, my boyfriend and I had planned, before COVID, to be Laszlo and Nadja. So. Holy fuck. That's awesome. Really not happening. <laughs> But that was the plan. Did you watch the Emmys? I didn't watch them. I had like all the updates on my phone like coming in, but I didn't watch them. I wish there was video of me watching the Emmys, watching Schitt's Creek win seven in a row. I was flipping tables. I was insane. I was like, Catherine won, then Eugene won, then Daniel won. And I was like, there's no way that... Annie, Annie gets does. it and they said Annie and I fucking like Julia was there she can I was like oh my god and then they went for writing directing and just best show and I was like yeah it's so well deserved it's like this little I love so that deserved. Uh, Dan Levy did it like posted a tweet being like uh, I'm from Canada we usually don't do this but like normally in the beginning of a series if it's not getting the the hype they'll just cancel it they'll cancel all these tiny shows it. small running shows blah, blah blah it's like you need to let these breathe and sit and like be able grow. to grow and I was like fuck yes because every show I'm watching recently is from out of Canada just so happened and I'm like Canada's the best <laughs> I am team Canada yeah, forever. Uh, but I, but seriously, I'm like this. It's so true. I mean, Shit's Creek would have never won anything in the beginning, and they just swept the Emmys. So I've seen so many things of people like um, like oh, I hear all this great stuff about Shit's Creek, but I can't get into it. I can't get past episode one, and it's like you just have to. Yep, you have to get past the first few episodes. You have to get through the first season because. It gets so much better. And my boyfriend, he's actually always questioning. He's like, "Why do you like it so much?" I'm like, "The character development." And that show is amazing. And it's written so well that to watch these people grow in very subtle ways at first and then like in more obvious ways later on. Um, but I was like, it's brilliant. It's so great. The turning point Love for me, which I said on our Shit's Creek episode, was when they stopped acting like their main objective was to get out of the town. When they kind of... And they just accepted it. Yes. That's when they all really just like dig into the roles and it... it oh, God. So good. I mean, you, you watch it. No, you didn't. Oh my god No I watched like the first four episodes of season one And then I stopped It's so feel good I mean if you're ever just fucking depressed (laughs) 2020 is like No I it's it's like So I started Vampire Diaries Like two years ago (laughs) Like literally No like maybe like a year ago How many seasons? It's like eight And it's like 23 episodes Hour long Like it's like So it's like so fucking time consuming And now like I'm on season four, so I'm like, dude, I'm fucking. Two years ago? No. Two I- years later? <laughs> yeah. It actually might have been a year, but no, because I stopped. Because, like, then other people would tell me to watch other stuff. Like, I watched Scream season one within two days. Like, be- yeah. so, like, I'm it's like. It's inspiration. It'll yeah, strike. Like, I'm like, all right, this is getting slow. I can't even push myself to watch this anymore. So I stopped, and then I was like, 
they're going to take this off Netflix soon. I just feel it in my bones. So let me just get through this. But it's just taking me a really long time, which I probably won't even finish it because I'm not motivated. I've never seen it. Yeah, like I can't see you loving it. You should watch What We Do in the Shadows. It's a better vampire show. Yeah. It's so good. And it's really, really good. I need to I just, just give it up. I just started Workaholics from the beginning. Mm. I never finished it. So I started it over again. And it is really funny if you just like want to see three dudes be idiots. How many seasons does that have? That. That's a lot, right? That has, I want to say it's like eight or nine yeah. seasons. I like those characters, though. That would be easy. They're coming out with a podcast. All three of them? Yeah, all three of the guys are coming out with a podcast together. Back to what this episode is Wait, about. let me look at my notes, because... Honestly, this episode is really... I mean, it's only 20 minutes. Yeah. It's... We needed to take Very, them. like, it's... There's two storylines happening at the same time. There's this cool Halloween party with a few things going on. We already covered Ben's being a mope. Andy Dwyer... Uh, I don't know why I had to say his last name, too. Uh... <laughs> is trying to get him out of this funk and they kind of start wrestling. Meanwhile, Leslie's doing her like networking shindig that Tom ruins. Wow. Surprise there. (laughs) I think the only thing that like we didn't talk about that like plays a bigger role in this episode is, is that like whole little brawl between Ben and Andy and Andy just kind of goes into Ben's room and is like, you're done being sad. We're going to like force you to talk about it and just starts beating him up as you do. If you ever grew up with siblings, that's what you do. And, you want to get something out of him. And he just kind of drags him around the party this whole time. And I love that part. I love Ben just getting his ass dragged around the party. Uh, Andy, like, at one point has, like, a bowl of popcorn or, like, candy or something on his head just sitting on the couch. I feel like a lot of the Andy stuff was improv. Like, when he grabs his mouth and is like, I'm Ben and I'm mad. And then I'm, and I'm mad. Ben says, your fingers are salty at the same time as Andy's going, slips are so soft. And then he does this little look oh. at the camera, like, like, it's class. I rewound it like three times because I was like, that's such a good little beat of of specifically yeah. Andy. I was like, that's really funny. But I was like, that has to be improv. Good form, son. Keep pressure on the cranium. He's like, like this? And then Andy's like, oh, yeah, pressure. Pressure on the cranium. Yeah, that hospital scene when he's like, is this your friend? And he's like, hell no, it's my brother. I'm like, ooh. My brother. Sweet. Sweet, sweet moment. And I, I love the little added part of like, we got to compromise. Like, you don't like parties without telling me he's like right and then you pay for my recording session for mouse rat and he's like no fifty six hundred dollars yeah five hundred sixty seven dollars yeah no that's dumb andy really is stupid but i like i mean the the headlock is really Uh, sweet actually me too he is really as as dumb as it is that he's like it has him in a headlock the whole time it really is because he cares and it's funny that like ben grew up super non-confrontational and Andy's like i had five brothers and we just like beat the shit out of each other as you do like yeah. whatever and it's like two polar opposites but i think that was well done that those two and then ron and Anne were my favorite when the lights go out she's like we're going dark like it's just so funny I, yeah. I liked that and everyone just like i like she's like well she's like under the sink and she's just like naming random like t- there are not even tools that exist She's like, oh, yeah, you said 56 French with, like, the three bolt. And he's like, that doesn't exist. She's like, yeah, but it sounded cool. It did sound like, cool. That was an Ann Perkins moment I liked. I was like, it did sound <laughs> cool, man. Good for you. I agree that she's kind of the boring one, but I think that's the whole point where it's, it's like, eccentric, insane characters. There's one that does the look at the camera like what is happening. Like, Leslie is so extreme right. that if Ann was extreme, it'd be like, it wouldn't work as well. I think. I mean, I her costume's no, I, an I eggplant, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. Hey, beanbag. I wrote that down. 
I was like, I can't believe Anne dressed as a dick emoji for Halloween. <laughs> That's too scandalous for her. It, it is very on the line for Anne Perkins. The one thing that I wrote down is when Jerry's like watching his daughter and Chris just like oh, yeah, get down on the dance floor and April's like looking at him and like from someone that doesn't watch the show, I guess you'd think she'd do like something genuine and she just goes up and flips the smiley face upside down and walks away on his yeah. like Mr. Potato Head costume. And he like doesn't even yeah. notice. He doesn't move. <laughs> April's looks in the camera are some of my favorite looks as well because she knows she did something stupid and she barely like moves her face. She just kind of moves her like scary eyeballs into the lens mm-hmm. and is like, like yeah, she yeah. does have spooky eyeballs. Yeah, it's good. Especially yeah. in she this. Does. She's very ominous. Mm-hmm. Big time ominous. I mean, Oren is her friend. I don't know if you know that we didn't say that. Oren is like her ex boyfriend, isn't he? Yeah, like they're like, I, I, I swear, I, the third, I feel like there's a third that they were like a three at some point. I don't even know. She came in as like this like dark, ominous human with like these friends like that don't speak. And that's why Oren was there. He's, oh, gotcha. He's not just like a townsfolk. Yeah. He's April's friend now. I really do like April at the end, though. Like, I guess she was sick of Chris's like. Sherlock Holmes bullshit and she just like puts his keys in the trash she's like solve that one Sherlock I I love the evil qualities of you April I know me too that was good I know you hate Tom but I think like a classic Tom line in this episode is him going let's talk it out and I'll give you the tales the guy's like the tales he's like most people say the deets I say the tales just another sign of my innovations (laughs) Brooke is just stone faced she is like she can't even crack a smile (laughs) I just I can't I can't like Tom I can't can't you're like I'm not even entertaining it I agree. I mean, the storylines where he's just being like a kind of a creep to and whoever he's into at the moment, he does. He is a big time like annoyance creep like he really is. But that's the stuff I do like, though, when he is like making up names for shit and just ripping names like desserts or what I call desserts. Tray trays or entrees. I call sandwiches, Sammy's, Sandoozles or Adam Sandler's air conditioners are cool blasters with a Z. I don't know where that came from. I call cakes big old cookies. I call noodles long ass rice. Fried chicken is fry fry chicky chick. Chicken parm is chicky chicky parm parm. Chicken cacciatore, chicky catch. I call eggs pre birds or future birds. Root beer is super water. Tortillas are bean blankies. And I call forks food rakes. Yeah, see, it's good in in that sense, but he is kind of um, very annoying. You're right. He's just, but... a, he's just too much, but whatever. I guess I guess there is a purpose for Tom Haverford at some point, but in this episode, no. I, I liked when he ended up with that girl that we like. What's What was she from? At the end? Yeah, I really like her. She, like, makes him more normal because she calls him on his bullshit. She does. She, she's she from really the early seasons. I think, and then comes back later, right, Brooke? Yes, I forget which season she's in, but she comes back uh, in like the fine, like the second to last or the final season. Yeah, like when he has the wine bar. Yeah, when he has Tom's bistro. Julie's done. She doesn't want to be. <laughs> no, I had to literally pee so bad, and I was like gonna get up and just go, and then I was like, no, like we're wrapping up soon. And then when I- the last episode, Brooke was on the Game of Thrones episode. You weren't here for the first ten minutes, and I was. Me and her were just running the show. Dude, then we got on that Jonas Brothers tangent that went yeah. for Speaking like Speaking of reality minutes. show, I used to watch fucking Married to Jonas. I was one of them. Kevin Jonas for life. That's a show? Yeah. Married to Jonas it's was a Kevin, Kevin Jonas, Kevin and, Jonas and Danielle show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're a Kevin fan. Like, yeah. so I know. Like, which is just. Yeah, I hate it. But so I, bizarre. Sophie Turner keeps posting like pregnancy pictures. 
She had the baby. I know. She was so cute. She was so, so cute. cute. And like when she started posting them on Instagram, I was like, wait, did she have the baby? Like, yeah. she literally threw me off so hard. And then I was listening to chicks in the office today and they were saying the same thing. Like they were like her doing that, like was so cute, but also like show us your fucking baby. Like you didn't well, give that's us the this. point. Yeah, I know. It's the point. <laughs> we, I know. Julie, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but it's just like. I love Sophie Turner, but you know. Me too. I'm going to pee my pants. Me too. <laughs> okay. Let's do to end this episode. Who's your favorite? You- oh, everyone's going to pick Sophie. I'll pick Daniel. <laughs> I was going to say, who's your favorite Jonas wife? I'll pick Daniel. Oh, definitely I, would, I would never yeah, pick yeah. Priyanka ever. I liked her. I watched Quantico yeah, back I really in the day. Like Priyanka. I think she's okay. Like, I don't yeah. dislike I don't, her. Yeah, I don't I love, love Priyanka. I don't know that I believe it. Yeah, the whole thing's really weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, I ride or die for, for Nick Jonas. <laughs> love him. No, like, I'm really a Joe girl. But. Oh my God, love him. And when they got, everything was so rushed with them. And I'm like, by the time I even figured out who Priyanka was, they were married. Like, it was just so weird. Where I was like, Sophie and Joe are just so fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Love them. Like, I think <sighs> so. I, I, I think Sophie and Joe have just such cute chemistry. Yes. And are also like a real couple. Like they seem to like poke fun and play just like a normal couple would. And I'm sure they fight just like a normal couple too. Mm-hmm. The song Hesitate being like oh, dedicated yeah, to baby. her. Like uh, I just, I can't. That's I, a great song. And yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and like when they show videos of her, like at the concert, like looking at him and just like, see, I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to so cry. Cute. Like I can't. I will take oh, your pain. Cause like, oh my God, I have chills all over my whole body. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It's a good one. Just like knowing that like Should she suffers with depression. A Jonas Brothers podcast? Yes. Fuck yes. Yeah, we Absolutely. Should. Yes. I got to read up on my Jonas Brothers. I don't know anything. Oh my God. I literally do each week a different song and just analyze the only, the only thing Kathleen knows is I'm hot, you're cold. Is all the posters I made her help me hang up. Yeah, truly. No, I, I know. I've seen all the documentaries. I've seen them in concert multiple times. I know a little bit about them. They are so good in concert and yeah. I'm so pissed that you went to the most recent concert, mm-hmm. right? I paid too much. Do, I don't care. I could not find anyone to go with and I was like, I like not like you. You're a trooper. You're like, I'll just go to a concert by myself. I was like, no. I would go to a Jonas Brothers concert by myself. Dude. Where were you? I would bro? only go to an alley. <laughs> where were you? <laughs> because no one wanted next to go. Jo- next happiness begins toward Because Shannon, we'll Shannon said for the same thing. Sake. Shannon was like, I'm not paying that much money to go see the Jonas Brothers. And I it was, was like, worth it, I think. I would pay a dumb amount. Me yeah, too. So I. I did do that and it was worth it. It was really fun. They threw- and like Sophie Turner was in my eyesight like she was just a hundred feet that way i was like i see her oh i'm so jealous i know i was in this i breathed the same air you sure did and then coronavirus (laughs) happened i know it's is that is that a a coincidence i don't know i don't know it was a year ago so wow wow (laughs) jonas brothers bye joe for life kevin second nick way down i don't know why you're hating on nick it's actually pissing me off nick is like genuine have you seen the new doc Yes, he's Brooke, mean to you, Kevin. Okay, Boo, okay. fucking who? I need you to take the clip from the Game of Thrones one and compare it to this because I feel like we're saying the same <laughs> things, like exactly like, the same in thing. In his defense, Kevin just fucking rambles. 
like I literally said Matt, rambles. Matt is Kevin and that's so fucked oh, up no, that's Matt. rude no it's not me and Brian literally said it like there's one scene where no. Kevin's like this is so amazing like this moment means everything to me like blah, blah blah and he's just like going on this rampage about like how great it is and like Nick and Joe are just like yep and like that's like how me and Brian could be to him like when he's like passionate about something we're just like okay yes listen we're gonna halt this conversation because us three are gonna do the happiness begin no what was this happiness begins no 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 that was the tour but what's the doc called happiness begins happiness begins there are two different things happiness begins but I thought they, that was also the name of the it, doc it, it was <laughs> You are so Kevin. That's why you love him. Chasing happiness. Chasing, Chasing happiness. happiness. Same bitch. Diff. It's the, the happiness you're is in it. Fucking okay. Nick is what you are. Which I means am. you're a douchebag. Nick am is, I? All right. Well, uh, Nick next is time, not three, a we're douchebag. I'm literally getting we're gonna, so angry. All right. Can we do the happy or chasing happiness talk for us three next time you come on? Nick, bro? if you're listening, yes. just block her. She yes. probably follows you. Block her. She's fake. I block. Her. I do only so I can roll my eyes. <laughs> I need a good eye roll every once in a while, so that's why I follow. Dude, the head thing that you're doing—you're <laughs> like breaking your own neck. <laughs> I'm the bent neck lady. You are. Wow. Okay. Oh my god, we talked about everything but Parks and Rec on this episode. Happy we Halloween. Really did. Happy Ooh. Halloween. <laughs> oh well. Whatever. Fuck it. Anyway, like the only this scary thing about this is how much you ride for Kevin. <laughs> good one. That was another episode. Thanks for coming. <laughs> oh, God. I quit. This is my last episode. I'm retiring. Brooke broke us up. Yeah. <laughs> she really... Oh, sorry. She's more Nick than we are both. This this whole time, I'm really Nick. I'm just... She's pretending she's back and watching the world burn. That's Nick. Yep. Watching it break down. Next time, Jonas Brothers. Full Jonas Brothers. And then maybe we'll get I'm on there. a tangent of Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. You should just like edit like a sound and like, you know, like in a sh- TV show where it's like them daydreaming and it's like, I can't even do the noise mm. in my head. Just edit that in. <laughs> One- yes. <laughs> Once we stop talking about it, just edit that in. And then more homework for you, Matt. That's good. All I right. can't. I, cool. I'm quitting. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's a little hostile at the end there, <laughs> but um, always a pleasure. Our thanks girl. for joining us. Oh, of course, of course. I'm happy uh, you guys invited me back. Yeah, you're going to be a three-peat, so get ready for that. Sweet. I like it. <laughs> Jonas Brothers forever. We're not letting you pick. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick the first two. We picked the third. Okay, that was another episode. So much fun. Uh, tune in next week. It's no longer spooky season. We won't do any more Halloween episodes. But this is our fourth one. Fifth, if you count Stranger Things, right? You mm. spooky. We're spooky bitches. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, bitches. Bye. This has been my favorite episode of. My favorite episode of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 
I'm glad that Brooke's on this show because she's done the Disney podcast with me for a couple of years and I love Disney and I know that she's heard me massacre very common names from shows and movies that I love. Like what? Common names and common words. <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I can't get it. What <laughs> names can you not say Disney related? I can I don't know. I'm probably would struggle with When the, we did like the like the 50 hottest like Disney characters, there were some on there that he just like could not handle. Ooh, I need to listen like, to that I don't episode. I think he knew how to say Cocoum. No, I still don't. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 